podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. Razavani for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. I've got MTK's finest, two-weight world champion, Mr. Billy Joe Saunders. Billy? How are we? How are we doing? I'm good, mate. You? What are you up to? Walking around topless or walking around completely? Just naked? walk around to find a good little spot to sit down so I can see that ugly face and you can see my beautiful face. <laughs> Uh, as subjective, but you know, I let you. I let you have that. I let you have that. <coughs> how's, how's the, how's the uh, abs coming along? <coughs> Looking strong. Looking strong. So, so, so. Bill, um, I haven't spoken to you at all during this lockdown period. I know Uma and Coogan have been in touch. Uh, actually, Uma was there. I think in Ventura with you. But how frustrating have the last couple of months been for you with this whole lockdown? I know that Canelo fight was close. And then to kind of mentally get yourself back into the grind of training and getting the weight back down. How, how tough was that? Yeah, I mean, listen, I've been now uh, back in training coming up. What? Uh, July, August, September. Coming up five months again now, really. Four months. Uh, again, but fucking just, just getting ready for Canelo. Um, when I was out there in May, potentially only five five weeks away, and then obviously get called off over the pandemic. Um, you know, obviously it didn't happen. It didn't happen because of the pandemic, and you know, rightly so. It was taking a lot of lives at the time, especially back then. So, and we didn't really know what it was. So, you know, safety, I suppose, for everyone was the main most important thing, but. Obviously, was very gutted. When I came back, I was ticking over, and you seen on the news that nothing was open, and well, we might be here for a year, lockdown, all this rubbish. And I just didn't really have time to get myself to the gym and stay motivated, shall I say? Um, but look, the motivation's there now because obviously we're coming to the end of the year, and I need to be out because you know if I'm going to be in one of these big fights and be ready for the likes of Canelo Alvarez, Demetrius Andrade, then. I need, to, I need to be busy. Is it scary, the thought of, like, you know what's going on here in the UK? There's so many different restrictions in different parts of the country. People are calling for another lockdown. So in the back of your mind, is this scaring you to say that this could be a problem for the next 12, 12 months? <clears throat> well, maybe it will be. I mean, and, and I think that we've lost out on some big fights over this because, you know, we, we, we've certainly lost out on some big fights over this, some big, big fights. Um, but look, it is what it is, isn't it? You know, we can't, we can't complain, um, but you know, I had a corona rest, I had a, I had a corona test uh, done today, just to make sure. Because the most scary thing is training, getting ready, getting fit, then fucking saying, "Oh no, you can't box. You've got some sort of corona." Which I'm always on now. We're, we're getting tested every other week here, just to make sure. So we're keeping everything, you know, very locked in in our training camp. Um, and the island where we're at, there's there's not many cases at all none I don't think that, I think there's like there's well I don't think there's zero there's, it's, it's pretty good here so I'm in the safest place possible but you know it's, just, it's a scary thought to say oh you know I had a fight Louis Edmonds who was supposed to box on the on the MTK show tomorrow but he didn't uh, pass the corona test so you know it's just, you feel for people like him 
and young fighters who, who, who's preparing and need to fight to be busy and active to move on for the next stage of their career. But you know, this pandemic is certainly beating the uh, beating the planet at the minute, mate. <clears throat> a couple of weeks ago, Jazza Dickens, you know, got caught with Corona, was positive for Corona. That means him and Ryan Walsh, who were training for a fight a couple of months ago, was rescheduled for, for a couple of weeks ago, didn't happen. We saw Savannah Marshall's trainer, Peter Fury, you know Peter very well. He tested positive, which meant Savannah couldn't fight. Even Eddie Hearns tested positive as well. So it must be tough for everybody. <laughs> yeah, listen, mate, it's fucking. It's one of them. It's one of them now that you just got to stay as safe as you can. But look, the game moves on. I'm looking for an opponent now for the uh, 5th of December, Eddie Ernest told me. Um, so, you know, I'm looking for an opponent and get this show back on the road. Stay active. You know, fight in December. Keep the ball rolling <clears throat> all over Christmas. And um, try to be in the best shape I can. Hopefully May comes. Uh, I think at the moment, me and Canelo can get it on. Um, you know, hopefully if the pandemic eases up on us and gives us a little break. So do you feel like you're just a very unlucky person? I know when you were with Frank, um, I know when I was there when Canelo and Triple G came to the press conference here in London, you asked a couple of questions and you were dying for the fight back then. This is going back a couple of years ago. You were yeah. dying with Frank to to get those big fights. You couldn't get them. Then you... You come with Eddie Hearn, hoping to get those big fights. Uh, you fought on KSI, I think. KSI, Logan Paul's undercard. You're hoping to get a run out and then go into a big fight. It didn't happen. To, is it? Has it been a frustrating time for you over the last couple of years? Listen, the way, the way I look at it, and I, I say this, is I'm a very, very, very lucky man. Because, you know, first of all, my kids have got their health and their strength. And we're lucky enough, I'm lucky enough, and whoever's lucky enough, in situations like that, you you wake up a winner every day. Um, you know, I'm two weight world champion. I've won everything along the way. I've I've not been beat on home soil since I've been 12 years old. You know, I've got 29 pro fights. Like I say, two time world champion. I'm a very lucky man. You know, you can't have all the luck on your side. You know, in life you're going to wake up. You're going to have good, but you're going to have good days. In life, you're going to wake up and you're going to have bad days. It's how you deal with them. And it is what it is. I can't control fate. It's not happened for no reason. Uh, for no reason of my own. Um, and I can, only, I can only play the hand that I'm dealt with. So, you know, I'm, I'm, with the, I'm in the best hands in the business, MTK. Um, you know, the job that they've done for me is an absolute... Well, I, can't, I couldn't wish if I could ride it out on a piece of paper, I couldn't ride it any better how they've done it and dealt with me all through the year. So, you know, I, I'm a very lucky man in ways. So, um, you know, but I'm sure these fights take take place. If I was 30, if I was 35, 36 or 33, 34, and I'm thinking, do you know what, I'm going to miss the boat here. I've literally just turned 31. You know, in my full 29 professional fights, if I've took 10 clean, hard shots, that's a lot of punches. So, I'm still fresh. <clears throat> I'm still fresh for these. I can go on potentially as long as I really want. You know, I, I, I've been in the game now since 2009. And I probably can say, I can probably say that even now, fighters who's only been in the game two or three years is not as fresh as me. They've been in wars. They've been in this. They've been in that. So, 
you know, I'm, 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 I'm lucky in a way. You know, so you can look on the other hand and say, oh, you're not like, you know, you've had some bad luck. And I probably have had some bad luck, but I've also had some good luck. And, you know, my main objective is now is getting a fight away, getting a fight out the way in December, not overlooking whoever it is. And, um, you know, just, just, just march forward now in the new year and try to make the best possible three fights in that year I can make. We'll come to your potential next fight in a moment, but uh, another change you made is your training team. Mark Tibbs, obviously you worked with Mark's father before. He went to Dom, went to Ben. I think he went back to Dom again, then went back to Ben, and now with Mark. So, <laughs> I'm traveling, I like traveling around these trainers. That's, that's true, but how are things with Mark out there? Because I know he's out there as well. <clears throat> yeah, good, good. You know, enjoying it. Fucking, um, you know, listen, it's, it's, it's one of them, like, Every one of them who I've worked with, you know, I've never had a falling out. We've never had a falling out who I've worked with. I've always had, you know, and you say that, you know, Dominic is like, Sheffield's like a second home to me. You know, Ben's one of my really good mates. And, you know, who I've helped put on the map and also he's worked along with me and helped put me on the map. So we sort of help each other. Um, just a case with... With Ben now, he's obviously he's setting up his MTK performance gym. Um, that's in London, Harlow, London. So it's very hard for me to train at home. And I can't, I don't really expect him just to keep getting up and leaving his business. You know, he's a young man. You know, he's not, he's not going to earn as, he's not, he's not earning as much as I am, even on the, uh, of the trainer's role. It's, it's, you know, he's got to do what he's got to do. He, he has to take the road for him. And, you know, it wasn't that, it wasn't working or this because me and Ben work really well together. Anyone can see that. He's a brilliant coach, one of the best coaches in the game. But it's just times where sometimes you need to change, freshen it up and the circumstance obviously at home. I need to be away and it's just it's just suits. And, you know, I started with Jimmy Tibbs, always worked alongside Mark. Um, you know, but just being around him and, and, and listening the way he talks, it's like being around Jimmy. And, you know, the Ferrari's gone back to the manufacturer who made it. You know, so um, it is. It, it's very enjoyable, to be fair. I'm liking it. You mentioned the 5th December. We, I thought the rumour was around the 28th of November, your next <coughs> fight. Any updates? Eddie's talked about it potentially being a Brett, maybe a Martin Murray, a Zach Parker, a Rocky Fielding, but anything more you can give us? Yeah, I mean, look, I was spoke to MTK and uh, it was the 28th and I touched base with Eddie the other day, so it's looking like the, the 5th, so... You know, one of them dates is only a week in it, so it doesn't really matter. Um, but, yeah, I mean, look, there's there's a few names in the app. Um, I know that um, John Ryder's name's very strong in it. Um, there's, there's a few names in the app. Martin Murray's name's in it. Rocky Fielding, uh, he was mentioned in it. <coughs> Tudor was mentioned in it. Um, but Eddie wants a Brit, so it is what it is. We'll have to get a Brit. All right, uh, Bill, just want to get your thoughts on some other things uh, other than yourself, if that's okay. Uh-huh. Andrade's uh, opponent was announced, and I saw a lot of comments from people in the box industry, even people like Errol Spence saying that his resume is just not good enough. Um, I believe he's fighting a guy called um, Dusty Harrison or something. Uh, 34 and 1, uh, two, and I'm going to be honest, I've never heard of him. Uh, I did check on Box Rec and I looked at his record and I didn't really recognize any names, but 
What do you make of? Uh, we know Liam Williams has been shouting for that fight, and he's the mandatory. But what do you make of Andrade's choice of opponent? <laughs> well, look. First of all, I've got to give, I've got to give him a little bit of slack, Andrade. You know, um, the fellow Dusty's a good fighter. I've, I've seen him. I spoke to him the other day, actually. Uh, I think my nutritionist Greg Marrett is doing his diet for this fight. Um, but I spoke to him the other day, and he seems he seems a down to a fellow, cool fella, you know. Um, he's invited me over to Philadelphia. No, uh, Washington. He's invited me over DC. So, you know, he seems he seems a good fella. But look, you know, the, the stage we're in with the world, we're even lucky to even be seen fighting. So, whether you get in the ring is a bonus. You know, whether you get in the ring is a bonus. I think that personally, myself. I think that Andrade should definitely fight Liam Williams because Andrade really hasn't boxed anybody since he's turned pro. He hasn't boxed anyone since the Beijing Olympic Games, you know. Uh, <clears throat> but look, I can understand that in his contract, Liam Williams is probably not even in it and he's probably going to get, I don't know, let's say a million dollars to fight Liam Williams. But in his contract to fight me, he maybe have, I don't know, three and a half, four million dollars to fight me so you know is he looking at it as a business point of view do he move up challenge me and, and get three times more money or do he fight Liam Williams and I think Liam Williams is a tough fight for him Canelo um, I know that that's the fight that you really want but he's got a lot going on at the moment with Golden Boy and the zone looks like they're going to they're going to court uh, getting a little bit messy out there isn't it Bill yeah I mean look <clears throat> You know, when, when these when these pandemics are on, when I was in talks to fight Canelo, you know, when I removed myself, first of all, the first time, that was because for September date, which it would never have happened anyway, that was because the money they were coming back with were absolute, absolutely ridiculous. Um, and I had a chat with my management and we was like, listen, that's taking the piss. They're not trying to, you know cut your money and go, well, look, this is the pandemic. We're, we're taking this off. This is what we're going to be out. It was a ridiculous amount. And when I heard that they cut Canelo's down to half, I don't know, it was like, it was one of them where you've got to think, look, if he signed a contract for 30 and they want to give him 15, that's not being fair. Slash it in half. Because, you know, the contract, the man who's got the contract in front of him, what's written in black and white is the one in the right. So, it is what it is, like I say, look. But Canelo's team, they're very slippery and, 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 and they're very clever and shrewd, really, because they wouldn't be where they're at. So you've got to take it out of them. I'm sure they know what they're doing, but, you know, all this cool business, they're better off just being, look, let's stop being greedy. Stop being greedy. You know, whoever fights uh, <clears throat> Alvarez, whether that's myself or Callum Smith, you know, we shouldn't be, we shouldn't, we, you know, we, we, should, we got it hard enough as it is. You know, with the judges, you know, not getting the right decisions and we have to make sure everything's on point. You know, we're, we're five rounds down already. Don't try to cut our gravy as well, man. Come on, give us a little bit of slack. Like, they're the one on 35 millions like, and, and 40 millions. It's, it's one of them. You know, and to be honest with you, it'd probably work out if Canelo Alvarez got beat now for the zone somewhere. Put him in with someone who can beat him. Let him get beat and I'm sure that contract severely changed somehow. 
Bill, we, we're seeing Derek Chisora and Usyk end of this month. We're going to see White Povetkin. We're going to see Tyson Fubat. We're going to see Anti Joshua. Potentially, all these fights are going to be behind closed doors. No fans. The fight people are talking about here in the UK is yourself and Callum Smith. Now, Joe Gallagher has come out and said, well, there's not enough money in the pot because there's no fans. There's no gate. Now, we don't know how long that's going to go on for. Six months, another 12 months. So, are you willing to get into the ring with Callum Smith without the fans or are fans critical in bringing that extra revenue in? <clears throat> well, again, I was up for the fight, you know, for Christmas. Um, I'm sure Callum himself would be up for the fight for Christmas. But, you know, sometimes your management has got your best interest and gives you the best advice. And he thinks that's the best advice from Joe Gallagher. But none of us are getting any younger. And, look, if, if we're going to lose out on, you know, a, a meal apiece, or whatever it may be, then, you know, as long as the fight happens, it's a unification, they make up for that money. The unification makes up for the money, in my eyes. You know, if, if, if I was to fight Callum Smith and they said, right, you're going to fight him, if you win, you're not going to get any money. But if that was a contract put in front of me, you know, you are going to win, but you've got to walk away with nothing. I'd do it. So, you know... I remember a day probably, well, I do remember a day very well that me and him would probably go and fight around the world, fight everybody, maybe fight each other for a piece of paper and a trophy. Why not fight for millions of pounds, you know? So, look, look Joe Gallagher's got his own road for Callum. But I'm sure that fight will 100% happen. And, I'll, I, you know, if, if it don't happen next year, I, I suppose it's going to be very hard if it, if it happens at all. So uh, I'm not bothered if there's crowds or no crowds. And probably deep down, I'm sure he's not. So ideally, in your perfect world, if you said you want to be out three times next year, Canelo number one, who's two and three? Canelo number one, rematch with Canelo, Callum Smith. In the ideal world? In the ideal world. Well, so we, can see those, we can see those big fights. Um, Bill, this week, big announcement was made by uh, Frank Warren, Bob Arum, that the lineal, lineal heavyweight champion of the world, the WBC champion as well, uh, Tyson Fury, will not be fighting Deontay Wilder in that trilogy fight. It kind of came to as a surprise to everybody because they arranged it for July, then October, then said December 19th of the date, roughly. And now they're saying the, the, times have, the time scale has expired on the contract. So what do you make of the whole scenario? Um, Tyson, the UK fighting looks like early December. Well, look, it's, it's sort of one of them where Tyson, I speak to Tyson, he just wants to stay active. So I'm sure that, you know, he's going to get well paid in December, but it's not really about the money considering his last purse. Um, but, you know, when you're talking about fighters getting 25 and 30 millions off TV companies with no gates, you know, no sellout crowds, you know, with some of them tickets at that fight could be up to five, ten grand a ticket. So... It's very hard for everyone just to go, oh, we want to see the fight. Let's make it happen. You know, let's all jump in the ring. It's, it's, it's not as easy as that. I don't think Deontay uh, Wilder's uh, scared, but I think he knows he can't win. You know, I don't think he's scared of, of Tyson, but I think he knows I can't deal with this man. So my full money's there. Not what I'm, my, my money's not what it is. What's there? You know, you're probably going to cut me somewhere here. So I'm just going to leave it and wait till I get my full pay. But if the contracts, if they're done out of contracts, now, now I know Shelley Finkel is a very, very clever, clever, um, clever man and, and, and Al Heyman's very clever around contracts. But 
so is Frank Warren and MTK. You know, they're, they're not where they're at in the game, you know, for no reason. You know, Frank Warren's been around for 40 as years. long as ever I can remember and my granddad can remember. Uh, MTK's come around and just completely took over the full game. You know, so they obviously know what they're doing. And, you know, what I'm hearing is that it's done. The fight, they're out of it. So, you know, it's, it's one of them that I heard there was a deadline and the deadlines didn't meet. And it is what it is. It's business. That's, that's part of the game. You know, really, realistically, people, are they interested in seeing the third fight? Are they really, really that interested? Or do they want to see Tyson out in December, AJ out in December, and let them two collide next year? Personally, I think that is the move for the boxing world because, you know, we're not going back. Then boxing's moving up and up and up, you know, and time goes on. That's what we want to do is put the game as high as we can, hopefully put the sport as number one sport. And the way we're going to do that is these fights. You talked about Tyson being back early December. Opponent-wise, there's a few people out there that have called him out. Um, Lucas Brown, Otto Wallin, Oscar Rivas, yeah. Hunter. Let me tell you, let me, just let me say this. Tyson Fury is the golden man in boxing. He fights who he wants to fight. End of. It doesn't matter who the fans want. They're sitting at home on the TV. They can't even go and watch it. It doesn't matter who the promoters want. It's who Tyson Fury wants. And, you know, he's got his mind made up. And that's a real fight. Anything else you want to add before I conclude? Thank you very much to everyone else. Have patience and you will see me back soon. God bless. Just on this for IFL TV. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.